Hey, hey! Welcome to the Nomadic Delight Talk Show, sponsored by Nomad Project Solution. I'm your host, Mohamed Diria. Right, today's podcast is about SAP project in Egypt. And to be honest, what inspired this podcast is with the recent excellent form of Mohamed Salah, aka Mo Salah. And what's really impressed me about this gentleman is actually, you know, his skills, even though he plays for a team I don't support, but I have to give credit where credit is due. But um, one thing I was really impressed, I was reading on the news, is that he's so popular, not only here in the UK, but actually in Egypt, he was so popular that they tried to elect him for president, okay? Yeah, let's just say I'm not going to get involved in that, you know, area of politics, but um, it just really shows how, you know, one person can make such a big change. Anyway, um, thinking about Mo Salah or Mohammed Salah, I actually thought about a project I did back in Egypt. And so, you know, as you know, in SAP, there are different stages of a project. And I was involved in the two first phases, which is one was the business requirement stage. This is when you go out to a client, you try to understand how they currently do their business. And then as well, from there, you kind of, you know, build a blue, a blueprint, you know, and from there, you can use that blueprint in order to create the system, especially if it's a customized system. But um, one thing that surprised me about Egypt is that, you know, you expect, you know, when you hear stories about all oh, these Arab countries, you know, they have a very simple or if not any non-existent tax. But Egypt is a very complex and mature system, you know. So when we were actually creating the blueprint, you know, for the SAP system, we had a lot of factors to consider, you know. And it's not very easy. And that's the reason why in some cases we had to really customize the system we were going to build for them. But um, one thing I also enjoyed was the fact that and I was well impressed with Egyptian ability to speak multiple language. You know, you have people speaking English fluently, French, Arabic. However, so far, you know, to this day, the number one country, I think, is the Moroccans who actually can speak Spanish, English, you know, Arabic, French so fluently. And you would not notice, you know, any accent. I mean, that's my personal opinion, but so far, that's what I feel is the Moroccans number one, Egyptian number two. Anyway, um, back to Egypt. The thing I liked about Egypt was that I used to live there over 20 years ago. And it was really, really interesting to see how things had changed. I mean, what a good example. This is one singer called Amr Diab. Okay. Now the guy, he already looked young 20 years ago. And then when I came back to Egypt, the guy even looked younger. So he's probably the equivalent of, you know, Lionel Richie. So if you guys don't know Amr Diab, you probably know Lionel Richie. He looks younger as he gets older. It's one of those, they must have found some special cream or something. But another thing that I was, you know, kind of, you know, surprised, but also a bit sad about was back in the days when I lived in Egypt, you know, I used to play football on the streets. You know, it was like, it, you go out, you can spend the whole day. It was a very safe country. But speaking to one of the guys, you know, the finance director, he said, unfortunately, those days are long gone. You can't play football on the street. And actually, you know, he has to take his young boy to this, you know, private club. You know, they call him Nadi in, in Egypt, but basically in order for him to play football. So that was, you know, a bit of a shame because, I mean, I really had some good time as a kid growing up. Never had to worry about, you know, 
being kidnapped or that kind of stuff but unfortunately things had changed anyway back to the SAP project I um, I did the initial training and so after you do the blueprint we understood what the system was we had to come back and then provided the training in order for them to test out as part of the UAT or the user acceptance testing so and one thing I was impressed about was this their quick ability to pick up SAP now bear in mind these guys were using Sun system for many years so they were comfortable knowing Sun in and out so there was a lot of challenges you know when you're trying to convince not only teach people how to press buttons in the system but also teach them it's more of a change management aspect where you're telling people how to change their processes in order to you know be in sync with the system so I mean for those who know about finance and you have an example where in their previous system they were able to post in any period okay and if you would use the example of the UK you have you know your financial period they could post the same amount or a specific amount for the next 12 months whereas SAP would only allow you to post in a specific journal for that specific month so that was a bit of a challenge but anyway after a week of training so we had five days intensive training I've sold them very comfortably posting journals so that was a good sign now unfortunately I wasn't able to go live with this project because I had another project to deliver urgently so my colleague at the same time you know and took over so part of the same company now this urgent project I had to deliver was actually out in Dushanbe in Tajikistan however that story will be told in a different podcast anyway I hope you have enjoyed listening to me and don't forget to subscribe to ensure you're always kept in the loop um, the final thing I would like to say basically guys is that um, I'd like to sign off by reminding you that the advice and opinion shared today are only the ramblings of a nomad living and enjoying life on a day-by-day basis peace out